Welcome to the Chamber's Elevated Conversations podcast. And now, your host, Dave Ekman. Greetings, and welcome to this edition of Elevated Conversations. I'm your host, Dave Ekman. This morning, we're going to be with Mayor Katie Rosenberg, the 46th mayor of the city of Wausau. If you didn't know, when we entered this pandemic, about March 12th, 2020, the election would happen about three weeks later, April 7th. And Mayor Rosenberg uh, learned that evening of April 7th that she was now the mayor. And so today what I'd like to do is just bring her into a conversation and really let her share her experience from that day moving forward. Mayor, welcome. Thank you so much. I really am pleased to be on this podcast with you. Yeah, we, we look forward to the conversation. You're elected April 7th uh, by a very significant um, majority of the voters. Let's go back to that April 8th day. What were you thinking when when you were elected and then what we, what we were sitting in the middle of, still are actually? Right. So um, if you'll recall, on April 7th, we... Uh, we didn't get the results. Uh, we had to wait a whole more, another week until the 13th when they finally released them. So I guess on April 7th, it was kind of an anticlimactic day for me, um, just as an election enthusiast, um, then having to wait that extra time. But then on the 13th, um, obviously, I was very excited with, uh, and I tweeted that was now uh, heard around the world. Um, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, being in the middle of a pandemic really kind of puts um, into perspective the job of local government. And I think that we've seen throughout the last month um, how we can either work together as these different levels of government, uh, federal, state, local, um, or we can go our own ways. And I think what I've found out especially in the last month is that we have a really strong coalition of local governments here in Marathon County who want to work together to get the job of the people done. Um, but it is it is not easy walking in um, and making those decisions that you know can be argued are life and death right off the bat. I mean, there's no there's no way around it. So I mean, it's it's been tough, but yeah. I'm I'm here for that. <laughs> you know, thank you for pointing that out because you know for for most of us in this pandemic, uh, even now. Um, that the calendars flow such, and your reminder to me that the election was in fact the seventh, but we didn't get the the returns until the the following week. Um, I think that really goes to the tone that everybody's dealing with is that these weeks, these days, turned into months oh. rapidly. Yep, it's amazing. <laughs> it's tough to know what day. I'm looking at my calendar here, and it's Monday, so I, I need to catch up here. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, when you when you came into office that in that first week and um, what you know, what were some of the first things that you had to do as a leader um, at the city uh, to get your bearings? Right. So, you know, campaigns are are always tough and you're sharing messages that may be different um, from what you know, staff want to hear, uh, maybe it's uncomfortable or unfamiliar. So walking in on, on day one, um, you know, you really have to build rapport with people and, um, and you know, figure out what their jobs are, what they're doing, um, and make sure you understand it before you're asking them to do all kinds of different things. So I think there was a little bit of skepticism when I walked in. You know, obviously, again, politics politics is not for the weak-hearted. Um, 
But we also had a city council meeting that same night. You know, usually you have an opportunity to get into the role and and understand things a little bit. But this, I mean, it was just walk in, get ready to chair this meeting. Um, and by the way, you're making really important decisions. So, um, and you're not going to get to meet any of your council members because they'll all be appearing remotely. So it's it's very strange to walk into a role like that. And you know, I guess. It's a little bit of, um, it's been okay uh, having some of that slow down, um, some of the, what we're calling non-essential business, which, I mean, we don't do non-essential business, but some of the stuff that you can wait on. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I'm starting to feel impatient, like I want to get back, back to the, the vision that I had when I was running. So, you know, still learning how to temper that. Yeah, absolutely. I understand that. Um, I think most organizations, especially if if you're in the governmental or nonprofit um, organizations, that you want to try to get back to some sense of normalcy um, to move some things forward. So um, you you kind of you got in there, and now today um, you, you're doing some things uh, in the community, um, not only to help the citizens but uh, also the businesses. Um, I understand that there's a new program out from the city that's going to do a micro-grant program for some of the businesses that may have been impacted. Can you share some of that with us? Yeah, definitely. So that happened just last night at the city council meeting. Um, And, you know, some of this has been in the works a little bit uh, before I got in. Um, So major shout-out to Tammy Strauss in in our economic development uh, department for kind of leading this process through. But what we're doing is we're both using some of the CARES funding from the federal government um, and reprogramming some other uh, community development block grant funding into these micro-loans um, for small businesses. And I think we're also doing some grants. So we'll have a we'll have opportunities. We're doing grants and we're doing loans. So um, we're starting that out. I want to say we're launching it tomorrow, um, and that would be Thursday. Um, we want to make sure that some of those businesses that maybe didn't get um, some of the payroll protection funds or some of the other federal monies that came through, um, that we're really prioritizing these small businesses that really have that need. Um, so they'll have an application process. You know, as these things go, um, the money is from HUD, so there are some reporting requirements, but we tried to make it with the grants to be um, less uh, arduous on the small businesses. So we're doing as much as we can to, to take that heavy lift off of them. But I'm really excited. Um, we'll have McDevco as our administrator of these grants and loans. Uh, we know they have the expertise. So we're really excited to, to see how we can impact the community in that way. Yeah, that's terrific. Um, and the businesses are going to need it. Um, the, the businesses that we understand right now, um, they're, they're getting ready to open. And then uh, the money is going to be important now and moving forward over the coming months. So that's greatly appreciated of what you're doing. Yeah, I'm really excited that we can help. And obviously the other thing I want to do is we have WEDC coming in with all of these different programming um, opportunities for, for loans and grants. So I've been working pretty closely with Stacy Johnson, our regional WEDC director, and um, trying to get that word out about what is available to people so that we can get as much of that money in the middle of the state as we can. Uh, it's really important. That's terrific. Um, so you, you're working on that. Um, you're doing the public safety. And the other thing that I wanted to talk to you quickly about was the effort that I saw last night that the city has taken steps to enhance the opportunities for downtown dining um, yep. to help our restaurants. Could you share a little bit about that, please? 
Yeah, sure. So, uh, as you, you know, Mark Craig, and, uh, he's, uh, very excited about our downtown businesses, which is great. Um, so we talked a few weeks ago, you know, he, he's kind of a, a vision person, a big, a big vision. So we had to figure out how do we, um, help our downtown restaurants, um, and businesses, uh, to get the safest opportunities to reopen so they can, so they can earn their, their money here and, and, and contribute and, and pay employees and things like that. So what we're doing, it's a couple different steps here. So the, the first thing we're doing is, um, expanding the premises for some of these restaurants. So they have cafe, um, permits, which means they can put, um, put out tables and chairs onto the sidewalk. So we're just expanding that a little bit so they can maybe get a little bit uh, more opportunity to spread out those tables, you know, down the street where maybe we haven't, haven't allowed them to do that in the past. Um, so that'll be good for people. We can space them out so they're less likely to come into contact with others, um, allow for that social distancing. Um, and then the other thing is we're allowing um, Wassa area, or uh, the downtown river district to um, hold special events. We have a permit um, for that they've applied for. Uh, it'll be every Wednesday. So where we used to have the concerts on the square, we will close down Third Street um, and kind of allow people to spill out into the street with their their uh, tables and chairs. So we'll be taking over some of those parking spaces. Um, obviously, we have to be up to spec with the fire department being able to get through. Um, but we'll allow people to maybe spill out into the 400 block and um, just, again, give people the opportunity to enjoy the local downtown um dining uh, without putting their health at risk so they'll be able to spread out um, it should be a really good time and obviously we'll learn as we go on um, this will this will likely change um, you know I've already heard from some businesses who who are interested in other parts of the city in uh, having more outdoor dining opportunities and so this doesn't specifically target downtown aside from that special events permit with the river district any restaurant um, could apply to expand their premises and and be out in their um, parking lots uh, we heard from red eyes so, you know, there's lots of opportunity for, for folks. That's terrific. Um, and this is what I'm talking about in terms of uh, somebody new coming into office and you've got an open mind and to build the community, to provide for safety in the community, but to uh, also understand the importance of commerce. And so I, I can tell you from a chamber perspective, I really, truly appreciate that. Um, we talked a little bit about today, and, and what I'd like to do is, and you referred to it at the onset of our conversation, is let's go, let's go if we could visit your vision um, real quick and just share what you see or what your hopes are for the, for the city of Wausau. As we, I'm not going to say we emerge from this totally, um, but it's going to be a slow emergence. What, what do you, what's, your, what's your vision? Yeah, so, I mean, really, my background, you know, I worked um, at Foot Locker, I worked in retail, I worked in media, um, and I guess my vision comes out of that experience. It's, A, wanting to be able to plan for our future appropriately. You know, we have a lot of opportunity to um, to change what's going on here in Wausau for the better. Uh, I, I really, I need more people moving to Wausau. I need them to, I need to grow our population. I want to grow our businesses. We need to grow our tax base. So, I mean, that's kind of the big thing. Um, but I also want to make sure that, you know, whatever whatever I do here, I'm setting up Wasa for success beyond me. 
And so I don't know if you watched the city council meeting last night, but I presented to the council the concept of actually strategically planning our future. And, you know, we've had all kinds of comprehensive plans and things like that. And it's tough to get a council who's elected every two years um, to, to really take that 20-year plan um, and turn it into bite-sized opportunities mm-hmm. at, the, at those committee levels. But I think strategic planning, you know, we're talking five to seven years. We're, we're talking about goals that are attainable um, beyond them and beyond me, um, but it's still attainable. So that's really what I want to do. I want to understand what are the needs of our community. We have that. We'll do a needs assessment. Um, I want to talk to businesses. What do you need to succeed? I want to talk to citizens about what are they not getting that they'd like to get. You know, I I have a lot of ideas, um, but I want to make sure I'm moving in the right direction. And I want the council to have that opportunity to guide their committee work because sometimes it feels like we're reacting to things when really we could be proactively creating this policy that helps us grow. So that's really, that's my vision. Um, And, you know, I'm willing to be open to what that ends up looking like. Sure. And, you know, just to validate, um, you you reached out to me via email with uh, a request uh, for citizen participation in your administration, and um, that is very welcomed, and we promoted that out. So I want to let people know that you are asking for their help. And so is there okay. a, we can promote that through the Chamber website, but is there a place specifically, Mayor, that we can we can ask people to go to if they want to serve? Yeah, so we have it on our city website. There's a section for boards, committees, and commissions. And and on that page, you'll be able to see all of the different committees um, and boards and commissions that have uh, opportunities for citizen participation. So I need to appoint tons of people. I'm going to calculate it out. It's got to be hundreds of people um, to these various committees um, to get the work of the city done. And what I realized when I started attending some of those is that, oh, I'm seeing some of the same faces or we're, we're lacking certain kinds of input. And, you know, business acumen is really important when we're talking about some of this. So that's that's specifically why I reached out to you. I want to make sure that we, we have um, some various viewpoints and, and people that are specifically thinking about the business community. So you can find that on our um, on that website. I uh, have an opportunity to research all of those, and then you can click and you can apply. So you can tell me why you are interested in certain committees, um, and then I'll be appointing people. It's a rolling basis. These things are coming up constantly. I haven't had a meeting yet where I haven't appointed somebody to something. So um, I really would love to have a, a, a really good smattering of the community represented in these. Sure, and we'll make sure we, we continue to promote that for you. Um, so I have one closing question for you. You've been now since the 13th, 14th, you've been in the position of April. Um, you know, reflecting on the past two months, what's been, what's, what's best served you from your life experience? Are there lessons or people that, that have come to, to mind? Yeah, I think there are a couple things um, that have helped me um, to kind of just keep myself grounded um, and continue doing the work without feeling overwhelmed. So the first thing is obviously, and you know this being in business, it's it's having a really good network. I have some really great mentors that um, are willing to answer my calls at ten at night and and kind of go over things. And you know you can't you can't always do that with the people that report to you. But I, I'm lucky to have people like Brad Carger, John Robinson. You know I've had I have all kinds of great folks who have been involved in government um, uh, but and know what this is like. Um, maybe not the specific going through a pandemic, um, but um, they know how to kind of calmly survey the options. So I, I don't feel panicked about what we have to do. I feel like I'm able to methodically plan. 
And I think the other thing is just being confident in your decision-making, but also knowing that you have to make a decision. It's so easy to sit here and say, well, uh, I'm not going to make a decision on that. We'll just wait. Um, and at a certain point, we just got to make the decision and move on. Um, and that's probably something also from business. You know, you, you just have to make the call and then move on. And if it's the wrong call, you'll adjust and, and continue moving forward. But you, you can't sit here um, kind of hemming and hawing. So um, mm-hmm. those, both of those have kind of helped. Terrific. Um, so a quick question. Um, yeah. Mayor Katie. I like I like the ring of that. How about you? Are, are you okay with people calling you Mayor Katie? Yeah, that seems to be what everyone has decided on. Um, aside from maybe the county administrator, he still likes to call me Rosenberg. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but Mayor Katie, the staff has decided on it. So you know you don't get to pick what you're called. Um, luckily, this is okay. <laughs> well, I like it. Um, it really rings to your personality, I believe, and in, in, in the passion that you have for the community, and it's and it's friendly and it's approachable. So. Um, Mayor Katie, um, I want to thank you for your time that you shared with us today and um, encourage all of our listeners, the audience, pay attention to this new mayor. She's going to do great things. In my mind, she's going to do really good things. Mayor? Thank you so much. Thank you, and you take care. Thank you. Okay. This podcast episode is a production of the Greater Wausau Chamber of Commerce.